Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hey, great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a ton going on, tons to get to. Really glad that you took the time. Bottom of the hour, it's going to be um, Linda Catalina. She does a podcast called Mostly Peaceful Latinas. Go to that website, MostlyPeacefulLatinas.com. Also, wake up with Linda. Now, she's been banned from Twitter. We get into why that happened. She's a legal immigrant from Colombia, and she is she's awake. She's in woke. She's awake. She's based, as some would say these days. You're going to love to hear from her. Really glad to have her on at the bottom of the hour on a Friday. A free speech Friday. Ah, freedom. Uh huh. Say what? Bring it now. Carrie, how's it going? You good? Oh uh, yeah. Amazing, huh? Amazingly awesome. Fabulous. Fabulous. Yes. Pull and make it happen. Sam in the house. Uh huh. And I'm your talk monkey, Joe Pags. Whatever's on your mind, fair game, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Really glad that you took the time. If you, if you don't want to go on the radio, and a lot of people don't, if you don't want to go on the radio, that's fine. What we'll do is uh, we'll give you the email address. Just go to www.JoePags.com, scroll down to the bottom and click on contact, and uh, you can make it happen there. And you, nobody ever has to even see you. You know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they don't have to talk I, I, to I think you that's good, they right? Yeah, they don't have to talk to us. Nothing. Exactly. Yeah. Don't have to do any of that. None of it. Don't have to talk to us. Don't have to look at us. Mm-hmm. You send me an email, and generally speaking, it'll be an email with you telling me how stupid I am. <laughs> I get a lot of that, Gary. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't know what that's all about. Oh, yeah. Aren't those the funnest, though? I mean, they honestly. They really are, yeah. Yeah, love those. Love I mean,. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You know, you know, it has been irking me lately, and those in the chat tonight know because a couple of people, you know, met me sideways, and I, I let them have it. But um, what has irked me lately is people keep on—they don't write and say, "Hey, I've got a suggestion for a great guest for you." Mm-hmm. What are they? No, it's always this, Pags. You must you have. Need to, yeah. I mean, yeah. just earlier today, you need to <laughs> find this person. I'm going, and I'm wondering, is this a representative of the person? Because yeah. if it is, then maybe I'll take it under advisement and go, okay, let me look into I the person. It, but no, you must go because I saw this person on OAN. Saw this person on Newsmax yeah. or Fox. I saw this person on Gab, and I really like this video. Here's a 57-minute video you got to watch on the person and then have the person on. Yeah, because clearly I do nothing all day, but get fanned, I get fanned down by my, by my family and fed grapes. And then for three hours a day I go on. <laughs> And I just talk out of my rear end. And and I just know everything. Oh, 56-minute video? You got it. You got it, buddy. Yeah, that's not going to happen, people. Sorry. You, you ever get that? No, do, do people annoy you and say, hey, why yes. doesn't Pags do this? <laughs> uh, they do. Or why doesn't he have this guest on? Um, yeah. I, I how, do, how, how are you forced to respond to that? <laughs> I sometimes I'll say, you know, I think we've already had that person on. Or I will send the message on. I will send it along. Um you sometimes say, you bet your buddy I, I'll make that I, happen? Sometimes I don't do anything with it. <laughs> I just Will you ignore your lie. fans? How dare you? Well, I um, not ignore. Um, and if you're going to be rude, then you're not a fan. So Sully over in the chat room wanted to know if you realize that it's Friday. Oh, I do know it's Friday. Well, does Sully not know, know that you I'm took here. yesterday off? You've already taken your day I off. I am here, yes. 
Now, next Friday, Sully, I you won't know, be see, here, don't. so it'll all be don't. good. I'll be don't. Good so if you've got to yeah. listen, I think that we've, we've settled something here. Mm-hmm. Do me a favor and um, go to kerrylockie.kerrylockie.kerrylockie.com. Send her the suggestions for interviews. Mm. Send her what? That no, I'm just like telling people how to get this idea. done. No. You have a better chance of me doing the interview if you send her. In fact, send her snail <laughs> no, mail. No, no. One two three Main Street. Do not at <laughs> Yes, that's it. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. um, because it just doesn't. It doesn't make sense. Do they think that's going to work? Well, I think they do. Yes, and I think that's why they take the time to email you about it. They, Let me tell you what does work. Really and, and this is going to I'm now going to be flooded with emails. I get it. But this is what does work. And I'm going to say no to most of you because we've got a, only 3 hours a day and we already have these very big name interviews that we do, but I have no problem bringing in people that don't know or that 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 the audience doesn't know. What you do is just send me an email and you just give me a short one or two sentence thing about why you or the person that you're representing should be on and then we'll make a decision. I'll send it off to Sam or to Monica or to somebody else. I'll ask Carrie if she if she's heard of the person or whatever. And you can get on the show. I'm not saying that the show is closed off. We had a couple of people this week that that I hadn't even heard of before mm-hmm. that we put on because I thought that their stories were great. I mean, isn't that a better way to do it instead of 18 it, pages of why it should is, have one? And just as you were talking, I just sent you an email. So it's super easy on what you should do. Would you stop? <laughs> really? <laughs> You took a day off yesterday. Why would I reward you so? with the Kerry Lockie There's song? Nothing wrong with that. I took a Nobody day off for my that. son. I just did. I son. did a poll, and they said you, there is no don't poll. play the song. No, there is no poll. They I literally people, said don't play the song. I think. I think they. All right, do you have the news story ready that I wanted you to do? Yes. Yes. Fine. Yay. Whatever. <laughs> now who is that sweet voice <sighs> on the Joe Pack Show? Oh, yeah. He don't let us say much. Wanna hear some more. You could cheer dance to this song if you want to. Yeah, I'm not even going to show me during this <laughs> annoying song. I love Mark. This is the bane of my the existence, best, this song. The best song he's done. Come on, Friday girl. Tell me what girl. you got to say. <laughs> my favorite part of it right there. Stop. Party time. Leave it there, girl. Do not bring it to us, girl. My God. Oh, baby. Oh, no. Carrie this is my favorite part coming up. Carrie. Carrie. Oh, now bring it to us, girl. Carrie. I took a poll, and they want you to leave it wherever it is. They don't want you to bring it to <laughs> they us, don't girl. They want me to bring it. They don't want, no. I, if you would, just leave it right where it happens to be. All right. Uh, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. If you think we should never play that song again. No. no I'm just kidding. No. Not going to do that for the poll. I can't even believe you sent me an email asking for that stupid song. Well, I'm just showing the people how easy, how easy it is to email you. It was short, sweet, to the point, and it got it. 
got it done. One, two, three, four, five, six emails after I said send me an email mm-hmm. telling me in a sentence or two why you or somebody that you want on the show should be on the show. But I, but I asked for it, didn't I? You I just did. basically asked for you it. Certainly I did. said it two minutes ago. There are se- now seven. There, there they go. come. Mm-hmm. Here they come. And now, and see, here's what I'm ready for, Carrie, because here's the fun part. They're all going to be butthurt when I either don't answer them or say no. <laughs> I know. They're all going to hate me and be butthurt. Now, listen, that's part of the rule. If you email me, you can't be butthurt if I say no. If you email me and you suggest somebody and I don't answer you, it doesn't mean I didn't get your email. I'm looking into it. I might not answer you. My daughter, CJ, sends me an email every day with some some show ideas, right? Mm -hmm. She's part of the team. Sam sends me email every day. I don't respond to either one of them. They're my children. You you read them. Yeah. Absolutely. And we use a lot of the stories. Yeah. We absolutely use a lot of the stories. So CJ's working with us for a short amount of time, right? Mm-hmm. She sends me an email. Do you, do you just hate the stories that I'm sending you? Aw. So what are you talking about? Are, are you mad? Literally, she'll write me. She'll text me, Dad, are you mad at me? Aw, <laughs> because you're not responding. Now, that's CJ, your daughter. Why am I mad, you do need am to I respond to your daughter. I'm not responding. I said, I honey, you what are you should. talking about? Yeah. Sam, do I ever respond to your emails in the morning? Uh, you hardly ever respond to my emails, period. (laughs) (laughs) But she knows I read them all. So I have to now talk CJ off the ledge. Honey, I love you. What are you talking about? What are you, what are we talking about here? Well, I send you an email every day. Right. And I read it every day. And some of those ideas are really good. They get in the show. Well, you never say anything. So I'm like, I'm never going to. It's just part of the thing. You send me. Yes. Sorry. I just, I wanted to throw this in there. Um, I think I might be partially to blame for those emails that you get. Why? Because whenever people like ask me stuff about you, I always tell them to email you. Uh, <laughs> Come on, dude. So, yeah. Sorry. So, so you don't even give them a, a short answer and you just alleviate yourself of all the pressure and say, just email the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, he, you have the final say. So I always tell him, it's like, try reaching out to him. And then when I don't him. respond, I'm the ass wagon. Right. Mm-hmm. But no, I want everybody to, to know who contacts Polo. He's the ass wagon. He could just answer you. I, I, but see, you probably shouldn't because most of the questions are, how do you work with that guy? Isn't that guy a jerk? <laughs> no, most of the time it's like, how do I get a guest you know, on the show for us? Like, email him. I was like, that's your, your best bet is email him. And add this line. If, if, if you're my brother, like I think you are, add this line. Send him an email with a sentence or two because these people are writing me books. Okay. Thank you, brother. Or, or they you. send you books. So See, yeah. now CJ's texting me. I only did that one time. Why are you talking about it on the radio? <laughs> CJ, I love you, honey. But you did wonder if I was mad. You, you know it's true. You thought that I was mad at you because I didn't respond to your emails. I'm like, I guess proper protocol in normal life, Carrie, would be to answer the email. It especially would. if it's from one of your kids. Exactly. But this isn't like, hey, Dad, let me tell you about your grandkids today. This isn't, hey, Dad, how's it going? This I was, know. here are these five news stories. But it's what, still, I'm going to answer that. still, hey, thanks. You know, Thank you. You know what you could you. do on, on the emails? Don't they have the, like, the little thumbs up? You, you could send that back. <laughs> I, don't, I, mean, I don't think I have a thumbs up on an email, do I? Yeah. Is that do. available? Yeah, you yeah, do. Yeah, at least the work ones we do. Yeah. Okay, first of all, all three of you, Sam, Polo, Kerry, and CJ, who's listening, all four of you, if I started responding to your emails, you would think that I was having a disease and I was going to die soon. <laughs> so I'm not going to change anything because you'd be like, what's wrong with him? What's What happened to him? Who, who's answering well, these emails? Well, at least now I don't feel so bad emails? because when I, get, when I write you an email, you never respond. Right. I don't answer my daughters. You think I'm going to answer you? <laughs> I guess not. Come on. And that's okay. why I never email you. I just, I send you a message because that's. Polo says, he says we have us on Facebook <laughs> and, and normally I'll see it even if it's four o'clock in the morning, but sometimes they'll write me an email or even text saying, did you see my message? 
Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I get that one. And by the way, this is how Polo and I talk to each other on Facebook. Um, I'll say THX and he'll say NP. That's it. That's the yeah. conversation. See, I don't like that. That bugs me. It does. You know what bugs me? Getting emails from you. <laughs> well, okay. I'll send you another one during the break. I'm begging for a song. That? Read An your email. All oh, great. Yeah. I've got 18 emails now of people. They've all got the best <laughs> guest I've never had on before. This That's is great. Awesome. All right, before we hit the break, I want to get a couple of calls on this. you got to tell us the, the, the latest woke crap from the military, please. From the blaze, the Army is reportedly editing a personnel policy to allow soldiers to request reassignment if they believe state or local laws discriminate against them. And the proposed policy would allow soldiers to request reassignment if they believe local laws discriminate against them on the basis of gender, sex, religion, race, or pregnancy, according to Military.com. And the news outlet described the policy as one of the most progressive policies under consideration by the military, which would essentially allow soldiers to declare that certain states are too racist, too homophobic, too sexist or otherwise discriminatory to be able to live there safely and comfortably, Military.com noted. If adopted, the policy would change under which circumstances soldiers could be granted a compassionate reassignment. Army guidelines explain compassionate requests are granted for matters that cannot be resolved through the use of leave, correspondence, power of attorney, or the help of family members or other parties. What? They're calling it a compassionate reassignment for what reasons? For pregnancy or orientation or what what is it uh let me see can I, mm, where is it i just had it um based on gender sex religion race or pregnancy what happened to you join the freaking military go there and sleep where we tell you to go and learn what we tell you to learn go and you'll be in charge of this operation or or this this aspect of military service and if you're gay, you're gay. If you're pregnant, you're pregnant. If you're you're Jewish or Christian or Muslim or whatever, you're not going to give special accommodation to people based on these things. Yeah. How are we going to have one? How are we going to have one congealed military that's all for one and one for all? If we're allowing for division based on on race, sex, orientation, religion, uh, pregnancy status, I don't understand. Uh, I thought that it was all. You know, this is this is again e pluribus unum. I keep saying that this week. You know. Out of out of many, one is what it means. Why are we why we continue to not want to be America? And now we're telling the the people who are signing up for the military, those who should be protecting our rights, we're now telling them, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll go ahead and divide you up however you want to be divided. We'll segregate you as you see fit. We're resegregating this society every day. It's crazy. Eight 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 nine four one Pags. Eight 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 nine four one seven two four seven. JoePags dot com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pegg Show. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by the Joe Pegg Show. Wake up with Linda. At the bottom of the hour, Linda Catalina, she is a uh, podcaster. She's an Instagram influencer. You can go follow her, Wake Up With Linda, over on Instagram. She's got a, a huge following out of South Florida. She's from Columbia. She is a legal immigrant to this country, and she is based. You guys don't know what that means. It's the opposite of woke. She understands reality and speaks the truth. We talk a lot about immigration. I ask her exactly what she would do to fix it. And uh, we get into some other stuff as well. It's a very good conversation. Make sure you stick around for that at the bottom of the hour. Let me, in the meantime, tell you about Super Beats. Super Beats are great. 
Super Meats. I did the powder for, for a while. You can put the powder in your drink in the morning, whether it's fruit juice or a protein shake or maybe just some water, whatever you want to do. Or you can now try what they have. They're called Super Beats Heart Chews. Just two little, just honestly, they're chews. You put them in your mouth, you chew them up, they taste delicious. They're going to bring you the greatness of Super Beats. Um, it helps you to restore your ability to make nitric oxide that controls your circulation, your blood flow. Going to give you that energy throughout the entire day. Not like with caffeine, you've got to drink over and over. Not like with a sugary drink, where you're going to have a sugar high, then a sugar, ho- uh, a sugar low. You also aren't going to have that candy bar, that big sugar rush again, then a sugar low again. Um, you don't have to worry about doing those energy drinks either. This is, this is a natural product, non-GMO beets and grapeseed extract. And when you put them together, they taste amazing. Save a bunch of money on it right now, too, because you listen to my program. Go to joelovesbeets.com, joelovesbeets.com. Get up to 45% off plus free shipping. The best offer available right now. Go to joelovesbeets.com, up to 45% off. Make it happen right now. We go to the phone lines, uh, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Do you want a woke military? Do you want a military? Oh, Carrie, did you get an email back, by the way? Yeah, I just sent you another I re- one. I respond. I return your emails yeah, you all did. the time. I know. Yeah, I sent you another one. And I messaged you. Oh, and CJ, you. Thinks, CJ thinks she's funny because she, she was texting me when I was talking about how she didn't understand why I wasn't answering the emails. And I said, come on, Daddy loves his CJ. And now she's ignored me. She's not going to return my text. <laughs> she, doesn't, she doesn't understand. That's right. doesn't understand how it works. You can ignore an email. You can't ignore a text. Now, why? Why not? So those are the rules. No, well, no first rules. of all, You're I created her. She doesn't exist without up. me. That's the first thing I created her. Okay, well, let me ask you something. You, you send a text to Luke, to do that. and he doesn't respond. Then what? What do you? How do you feel about that? Oh no, 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 no. Then mom What's is going to. No, no, he doesn't have to respond. Okay, all right. No, oh, I understand. so you're on my side on this one. Oh, <laughs> yes, when it comes well, to children, yeah, they have to respond. <laughs> They, if they, I they listen, do. if I gave you life, you have to respond to my text. I think that's <laughs> gonna, a rule. Is that a rule? With that, yeah, yep. Yeah, I like that rule. All I'll right. back that up. Eight 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 nine four one pags. JoePags.com. I do not want a woke military. I don't want the military to help segregate and divide us. I want the military to be one for all and all for one for the positive. Uh, okay, now CJ's laughing. So she responded. So I know that she's okay. See, for a minute, Daddy didn't know she was okay. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> don't play good. that game. No, she's all good. right. Let me go to Robert. Robert in Texas. Hi. Talk to me. How are you doing tonight, Joe? Living the dream, Robert. Help me out. What's up? Fantastic. Well, living the dream here in Texas. Well, I just applaud Archbishop Carter Leone as well as uh, Bishop Bishop uh, Joseph Strickland out of Tyler. They've both been very outspoken about this, and it sounds like, uh, well, it doesn't sound like, but uh, obviously Archbishop Carter Leone has taken some action and. Hey, we all fall. We all fall short. We're all, I mean, we're all sinners. And but those of us that follow, try to follow the Catholic faith, we we've been looking for this. That uh, you know that, that that the you know actions have consequences. And, yes. Uh, well, it's 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 good to see. I think hopefully this will be a good sign to several several of us out there. We're trying to follow. We again, we're 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 sinners and and. Uh, and we we want to follow Christ's teachings, but uh, we, you know we we you, you can't stand on a pedestal and say killing the unborn is okay, right. and then and then receive Holy Communion and uh, the Body of Christ, and, uh, and those two just don't go the, the they just don't match up, and so Robert, you know, I, we pray for the bishops, we pray yeah. for the strong priests that are out there. I got you, and uh, yeah. 
I appreciate you, brother. No, and the reason he's bringing that up is he's probably getting the show on delay. We talked about Nancy Pelosi being excommunicated from the the Catholic Church in in San Francisco. The Archbishop saying you cannot get communion here because of your pro-abortion stance. You've got to change that stance if you want to come back. Keep it here. This is the Joe Pegg Show. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this young lady on. I wasn't that familiar, but my sister said, you've got to talk to Linda Catalina. And uh, Linda, first of all, it's really nice to meet you. Great to see you. And from what I understand, you're really shaking things up in South Florida. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Um, For everyone that doesn't know me, I run an account on social media called Wake Up With Linda. And now I'm a host of a new podcast called Mostly Peaceful Latinas. We started it to reach the Latino demographic. Um, which doesn't have much media or unbiased media uh, in, you know, English speaking and Spanish speaking. Yeah. Um, and um, Colombian. I, I was born in Colombia. I came here when I was about 11 years old in 1999 and um, a citizen since 2014. Beautiful. Very, very grateful for that. <laughs> it was one of like the greatest moments of my life. I was just actually talking about it last night with a friend. And uh, yeah, I'm basically, you know, just a pissed off American now <laughs> that is extremely concerned with the direction of the country. I wish I could not care because I honestly, I have a business, I have a great life. Yeah. And I could just be focused on traveling and, you know, making a lot of money. But it's really concerning. Well, well, if you if you don't raise your voice, then they're going to overrun us, and by they I mean those who want to centralize power in Washington yep. D.C. and not let people like you and me succeed. So it's uh, mostlypeacefullatinas.com. Go there and uh, yes. also wake up with Linda. Now, is there a wake up with Linda.com as well? There is. It's my merch store, which is being updated. Okay. Uh, where you find me mostly is Instagram. I spend like eighty percent of my time there at Wake Up with Linda. Wake Up With Linda 2.0 is my backup account. Uh, and then Mostly Peaceful Latinas on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, uh, TikTok. We're everywhere and Instagram as well. well let, yeah. Let's talk about your life a little bit. And again, it's Linda Catalina. Go to uh, MostlyPeacefulLatinas.com. Um, you yeah. came here at 11 from Colombia. You yeah. came here, I'm guessing, legally. Yes? Yeah. So you get here legally. You go through the steps. It took you a long time to get citizenship. You're proud yep. of that, obviously. You love being an American. And then you watch the border where we had 186,000 people illegally cross in one month. Uh, I guess it was last month or the, or the month before. It's just going to get worse because they're getting rid of Title 42. And you're seeing them take what it was that you've worked so hard to earn. And I know plenty of Latinos and Latinas like you who really, really don't like that at all. So tell, tell me how you feel seeing this administration just say, ah, our border doesn't matter. You can do whatever you want. You know, I think the border situation, there's a lot of angles uh, to target. I actually started the majority of my content when I first uh, began writing my blog and, and tweeting and stuff like that. It was mostly focused on immigration policy, human trafficking at the border, legally and illegally. Um, So this has been going on for a very long time. This just, uh, what happened was that President Trump put a bandaid over it. He put a stop to many of the things that Barack Obama was doing. Um, 
even Bush allowed. And right. it really started, it got worse, or, or it, it really began during Clinton. And it all has to do with policy. So, you know, from one side, if I'm going to go into the more empathetic kind, I feel bad for immigrants. Of course, we know that there are many good and bad people coming from the border right. uh, illegally. But the reality is that immigrants are putting themselves in insane danger by coming here illegally. My friend George Ventura, he's always at the border. He's a reporter with a Daily Caller, and he's produced now two documentaries, mostly focusing on the border and illegal immigration. And he just posted a picture last night, very late. It was like 12 a.m., a very sad picture of five illegals that died inside of a of an 18-wheeler, like one of these trucks that they come in. And because the temperatures are that high inside of that truck, uh, they perished. They they basically suffocated at 132 degrees is what they measured inside. Oh, that's horrible. You know, you have the women that are raped, um, the women that are trafficked. You have the unaccompanied alien children, which are the the minors, right? These these teens from like 11 to 17 year olds who um, come here by themselves. They make this awful trip where, where they can be stolen and trafficked. They come here. Um, they ask for asylum. A lot of times we, a hundred percent of the times, actually, we grant these kids asylum. Right. There's a protection for them with the Flores Agreement. And then some of these kids have ended up in the hands of human traffickers. Why is that? Because traffickers that already live here, that have a network, they go to El Salvador, they go to Guatemala, they go to uh, Mexico, you know, these countries, and they give these kids promises. Listen, if you get to the border, we're going to get, you're going to, I'm going to sponsor you. We're going to give you food. We're going to give you shelter. You're going to work and you're going to be able to help your family back home. So these kids being very uninformed and ignorant in a way, um, and their parents are like, yeah, this is a great opportunity for me. You know, they're taking advantage of very poor people uneducated people. Kids come here. There, uh, somebody, somebody, um, claims them as a family member, as a sponsor. And then what happens is these kids end up trafficked. They don't talk about that. Well, and, and, and the thing is, Linda, I'm so glad that you brought this up because these kids are coming with little, little armbands, these wristbands yeah. that actually say I belong to somebody or a phone number yeah. for my aunt or for, for my grandmother. And it's not, it's some drug cartel related, um, uh, sex trafficking or, or, or human trafficking, you know, sponsorship it's 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 so disgusting but if i bring it up i'm just some white guy in america that doesn't that doesn't care about the about the poor immigrants who need asylum of course that's not true my grandfather came here on a boat from italy and risked his life to come here your your family risked their lives to come here as well so we all have a shared experience if we go back through our ancestry but what's happening at the border and, and tell me if you think i'm right about this is directly the fault and the result of us saying come on in if we put up magnets, we're now enticing parents to to let their kids go two thousand miles and maybe die. We're letting we're telling women from Guatemala there might be a better job or, or more stocked up shelves at the at the grocery store if you take this chance. And they're raped the entire way for fifteen hundred miles. We're literally enticing them, aren't we? We are. We are because a lot of these uh, NGOs um, they'll go to these towns. And they'll tell the churches and stuff like that. They'll make announcements. They'll pass out flyers. I mean, there's been 
investigations and reporting on this, even during the Trump era when there was caravans coming here. How do we think these caravans get organized? Right. Like, you know, all of a sudden these people aren't going to call a hundred of their friends or a thousand and say, we're all just going to cross to the border. There's always organized crime behind it. Right. So I, I completely agree with that. And obviously um, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that last Sunday I decided to go to um, a very uh, heavily populated, well, uh, most of Miami is very Latino, yeah. but this specific neighborhood, um, it's a, it's a very heavily populated Latino. And I went to a car wash and, um, while I was waiting inside, while it's, the gentleman was washing my car, um, I overheard the conversation from another car wash guy that was talking to his family. I could tell he was talking to him in another country. Right. Right. They're talking about, oh, how's, how's uh, the girl doing? Like, you know, did you guys leave the hospital? After his call, he starts talking to me. And at some point, he tells me how he crossed the border seven months ago with a bunch of other people because of our loose immigration laws. And he went as far as saying, you know, now um, like it's become a little bit more difficult. I was going to send for my brother-in-law or something or my wife. I forgot exactly who the other family members that I guess he was going to try to like, you know, uh, make him cross over. Right. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, you know, it's unfortunate that these people are in these countries because he was telling me his situation, how he was fired. He couldn't find the job. You know, he has his wife, his two kids that are in college. So he had like no choice but to come here to wash cars, to try to get by and send his family like $200 a week, which in Guatemala is like 10 times the amount of money. Right. It's really sad. And I, and I completely sympathize with that. However, when there is no uh, organization, when there's no vetting, when we just have an open border and these terrible, terrible policies, which grant asylum to almost anybody that literally knocks at our border. Right. They also put Americans in danger. Um, Atlanta, I think it was like, I don't know if it was CBS. I put, it's still my story for whoever's listening. You sure. could see my story right now at Wake Up With Linda. And um, they just discovered how the Mexican cartel is living in metro Atlanta communities. We're talking about, we're not talking about the ghetto of Atlanta. We're talking about prestigious communities where they go completely unnoticed because they're not pulling in with like the loud music and being flashy and the, the, the cars right. they're going into family owned neighbor or family, you know, where families reside and they keep a very low key profile and they have arrested these people and they have captured them. And, and when you go inside of these really nice houses, it's a stash house right. or cookie meth. Well, and by the way, they found 91 illegals in a house in Houston that was, again, just in some nice neighborhood where they're hiding in plain sight. So the cartels are, are, are finding, you know, places to build forts, basically, inside the United States, which makes it easier to traffic people across the border. It's Linda Catalina, um, uh, MostlyPeacefulLatinas.com. Go check her out there. Wake up with Linda as well on Instagram and elsewhere. Uh, you are on, tw- on Twitter. You're not on there now. I'll get to why in a second. But, but let me throw this at you. Our policies yeah. in this country, asylum is to be granted to somebody who fears for their life who fears religious persecution, not because the guy couldn't find a good job. That's not why. Not because your house isn't as nice as your neighbors. Uh, Opportunity is not a reason. 
for asylum. Right, Correct. exactly right. So those who are adjudicated, 80 to 90% get sent back because they're refused. The problem is we're just letting them go, go free and nobody's coming back for their court date. And they're just yeah. living amongst us. So if you're in charge and you could fix it tomorrow, because we allow a million people legally to come here every year, and it might be as many as 2 million illegal this, this next coming year, and we don't fix these horrible policies, how do you fix it? What changes do you make that make sense to you and to the people in South Florida who, by the way, voted for Trump, and the people in the Rio Grande Valley who, by the way, voted for Trump because they're tired of this? How do you fix it? I think that you know Marjorie Taylor Greene, she said, I think it's her and Rep Gosar, Right. Who have said that we need like a 10 year uh, immigration memo is I don't know if you say memorandum memo. I think think moratorium is what they said. Yes. I I think that we need that. We need to have a couple of years where and reset it. Just reset it. Allow we reset where we don't even really allow, you know, it's going to sound hypocritical of me to say, um, but we shrink the amount of legal immigrants that come here because there are also a lot of special visas granted right people in pakistan and india to come to jobs that americans are not really prepared for or or studied or you know skilled for so we are taken away from the american people we have an insane homeless uh epidemic in many metro areas of the country we have veterans who have mental health issues who are in the streets like it's what america has become is something i never thought i would see while alive and i'm only in my 30s no (laughs) i i I agree with you and i think a side note to that is you come here legally you, uh-huh. you, you build a life for yourself, you build a show, you build a name, and you're living the American dream. I can tell how proud you are to be an American. Frankly, uh, uh, Linda, people coming here illegally that are taking advantage of the system, handed a free phone at the border, $600 on, on a cash card, and I'll fly you anywhere you want to go, they don't care about the country. They're not, they don't want to be Americans. They want to be Guatemalans or Mexicans or Italians who still love Italy or Guatemala or whatever. They're not really coming here for the true reason you and your family came to enjoy and to really strive for the American dream. That's really what we're seeing. We're seeing people not only come here and flood our borders, but they're coming here with no pride for the country. And even, you know, I hate to say it, but even legal immigrants, a lot of them don't assimilate. A lot of them don't even learn the Pledge of Allegiance. A lot of them don't learn the National Anthem. A lot of them, uh, you know, have fallen into the woke ideology of white people are racist. And some weird, you know, it's just weird. Because, like, why would you come to, like, a racist country? Like, don't come. Millions want to come here. We're so horrible that they can't wait to get in. And then, and that, and that they're not doing that elsewhere. So I like what you said. Reset it. Moratorium. Let's start from scratch. And, 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 bef- and before I run out of time, though, I, I have to go to Twitter. Obviously, okay. I think that you're being very mild here today, and I appreciate yeah. that. I think that you can probably get very fiery, and I've heard yeah. you know some of your stuff really is. What did you do on Twitter that got you banned? Because I've been suspended on Twitter, but never outright banned. What did you do? Yeah. So they didn't. They weren't very clear because that's the problem with Twitter as well, which is that especially back when it happened to me, which was 2019, like now I think they give you more reasons, but back then it was like, you've violated the terms and conditions and, and you're, that's it. you know, or you're permanently suspended. Um, 
with the thing with Twitter, at least back then, was that you had like a three strike rule, which was right. basically like the first strike, you get like a 12 hour ban and then you come back. It's temporary. The second time, I think it's like seven days and then you come back. And then the third time you're permanently banned. So I was I had gotten two strikes and I can't recall exactly what those were. Right. Oh, one of them, the first one, which was ridiculous. It was a tweet to like Cardi B. Okay. When he was threatening to dog walk Tommy Laren. And I said something troll. Like I, I like commented like, oh, shut up and twerk or something like that. Okay. And that was like uh, somebody, I guess, reported it or the algorithm picked it up as like hate speech and bullying to Cardi B, who's a public figure. And she's a public uh, bully, by the way. So she was bullying Tommy Laren. And so your, right. your response was shut up and twerk, which is yeah. hilarious. And then you're gone. And I was banned for 12 hours. That was my first strike. The second one, I can't recall. I think it was like an argument with somebody in Elhan Omer's district or something, and they tried to dox me. Right. Um, the third time, I was going back and forth with a uh, – that's when it happened. But again, Twitter was very vague with their email. Uh, I was going back and forth with somebody. I think it was a doctor about like vaccines or something. I don't know what – and her followers um, mass reported me, uh, and I ended up being banned. So now, I when Elon Musk, took, you know, it's he didn't actually take over yet. The deal's still in right, the work. Right. I did appeal because a lot of people were appealing, and I did reappeal, and they haven't told me no. So who knows? Maybe we'll, I'll we'll, we'll give our fingers crossed. I hope that you get on there. Go follow her on Instagram. Wake up with Linda. Go to um, mostlypeacefullatinas.com. Check out yeah. the podcast and the video podcast as well. And we just scratched the surface here. My, my sister says that you're amazing. She lives in South Florida. I wasn't that familiar with you. I am now, and I really like what you have to say. And, and hopefully you'll come back, and let's do some more of this. Absolutely. Sounds good, Joe. Thank you so much for having me. No, you're, you're very welcome. I, just very, before we go, the best yeah. way for people to follow you is on Instagram? Instagram, at Wake Up With Linda. The Perfect. best. We'll make it happen. All right, Linda, thanks a million. Come back on. We're, we'll be back right after this. Stay right here. Bye. This is The Joe Pegg Show. Oh, I think we have time for a short pop culture bet. Dirty pop. All right, brother, what you got for me? So the original cast members from Jersey Shore uh, are a little upset with MTV because uh, this week MTV announced that they're going to be rebooting Jersey Shore, and I guess they're going to call oh, it no. Jersey Shore 2.0. Um, they're not too happy about it. They're, funny thing is, though, they, they're still doing a show called Jersey Shore Family Vacation, so they still have their show. They're just not too happy that they rebooted. I don't it. know that I'd be happy to be rebooted either. That's kind of interesting. All right, that's Polo, that's Sam, that's Carrie. I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.